Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's uh, Saturday, uh, January 28th. Hey, Super Bowl uh, pre-weekend. Super Bowl pre-weekend, y'all. Not Super Bowl weekend. Don't get it twisted out there. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You got me, Hushmo, driving this train this evening. Hey, we excited. The ATL, we excited down here in the ATL. We come to you live in Living Color every Saturday on the Hushmo Black Forum uh, from 7 to 9. Old Blog Talk Radio, y'all. Originating uh, in the ATL. So you know we're excited. <laughs> we, we're on our way to the Super Bowl, y'all. We're on our way to the Super Bowl. We ain't been to the Super Bowl in 20 years. That's since 1999. That's almost 20 years. But we're on our way. Congratulations to the Falcons. We uh, we beat up on we <laughs> we we beat up on Green Bay like they stole something, y'all. We beat up on them like they stole something. I don't know what they stole. We may have the way we treated them last Sunday. Congratulations to the Atlanta Falcons, y'all. We we <laughs> this is on our second trip to the to the Big Dance. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, bring back uh, that trophy next next Sunday, February the fifth. Hopefully we'll be able to bring that trophy back to the city. They deserve it. The players deserve it. Those guys have really, really um, played some great football this year. Maybe the best overall team that I've seen since I've been watching the Falcons uh, go back <laughs> way back in the 80s. Yo. This is the best team that I've seen them feel in that time. And I uh, just want to congratulate them once again on an excellent, excellent season. Win, lose, or draw in this last game. They've still had a great, great, great season. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons. So we're excited down here in the ATL. We're trying to uh, trying to uh, trying to uh, mm, well, we're trying to. Uh, Hopefully, get a ring for the city. Like I said, they deserve it. If anybody deserves it, they deserve it. Nobody deserves it more than uh, this year's team. And uh, so these things come around so, so. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's almost unbelievable how rare it is to get to a Super Bowl. And when you get there, you have got to. Hey, when you, when you do get there, you have got to do everything you can to uh, 
to to make the most of it because it, it's uh, such a rare, rare feat uh, to get to a Super Bowl. You could play all your NFL career and never get to a Super Bowl. Hey, you could play all your career and never get to a Super Bowl, y'all. And to hear the Falcons, uh, the Falcons are, uh, there are a lot of these guys, this is their first year. A lot of these guys, this is their first year of being uh, in the uh, league. And already they're uh, in the dance. So, you know, it's, it's unbelievable how, uh, how, uh, how important that is. Uh, to try to uh, take advantage of. Uh... Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmore Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace. Hey, uh, we, we don't, we don't, man. We did, and, uh, we didn't interrupt you, uh, Stephen, so, uh, we just don't get my call. Hey, welcome to the High School Black Forum. We were just ratting and raving about, uh, the, uh, prerequisites for, uh, running for president of the United States. We had, uh, came up with an idea that, uh, we need to, uh, start a petition to send to the Congress of the United States requiring that, Anyone uh, running for president has to do two things, has to release their last five years of tax returns and submit to a mental and physical evaluation prior to getting on the ballot in either party to run for president of the United States. We have got to put that into law. We have got to put that into law. The world is just too dangerous. That job is just too important to be able to come uh, uh, into it without any uh, uh, evaluation uh, to determine your mental stability to uh, hold that office. So we out here on the Hushville Black Forum, we're going to be pushing for a we're going to be pushing for a. Uh, It may have to be an amendment. We may have to get an amendment done to get this done, y'all. We don't know. Whatever it takes, we're gonna we're gonna have to get it done. Whatever it takes, we're gonna have to get it done. Now, uh, if that means uh, uh, if that means uh, uh, starting a petition to uh, send to our congressmen and our uh, Representatives, our senators, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. How many ever uh, uh, signatures we need to get together to get that thing done, we're going to do that. We cannot have 
any candidates running for the office of president of the United States with no, uh, absolutely no evaluation on their mental uh, uh, instability for the uh, job, it don't make sense. I mean, it's a common sense uh, thing that you think not a congressman, not a lawman sitting up there should object to. So that that's one of the things uh, that uh, we're going to be doing out here on the Hushmo Black Forum going forward. Uh, is one of our, our uh, things that we're going to try to begin uh, to get done uh, because uh, uh, we, we could wind up with a. I, you know, I came up with this because someone posted out on uh, out on the internet a uh, picture of our new president, Donald J. Trump. And that's to pose the question whether or not uh, uh, you believe uh, this guy is mentally uh, stable. And I honestly couldn't uh, come up with a uh, with an answer for it. I really don't know. I really don't know. But I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I ain't none of that. I ain't none of that. And it hit me, we really, this big old country, as powerful as it is, and as much power uh, that the President of the United States has, hey, we owe it to ourselves to uh, uh, make sure that whoever holds that position, that that guy, uh, that guy is vetted to the uh, you know, to the max. Uh, and at the very least we can do is have that guy turn over five years of his income tax and uh, submit to a uh, uh, psychological and physical examination prior to getting on the uh, ballot for president in either party, whatever party you run. Uh, that's Across the land uh, that has to happen in 2016. So we're going to be trying to start a petition. Whoever uh, run the petition drives, we're going to—I'm going to sign up first. And we, we want a couple of three million signatures, if that's what it, uh, is required, to make sure that whoever runs for president—that's going to be a must. We got to get that put in the Constitution. We have got to get that put in the Constitution, and it's urgent, urgent. It may be too late. It may be too late, y'all. We're going to stay prayed up that it's not. But come 2020, we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that anyone running for president of the United States has got to submit to a mental and physical examination and release their last five years of personal income tax. Those two things are a must for the protection of uh, the citizens of this country, of which I am one. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work we're gonna work on that. Ain't no doubt. We're gonna work on that with all our uh, heart and soul, y'all. Hey, you got me hushmo driving this train uh, this evening, y'all. 
I'm always to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And now in the session, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on long talk. No doubt, we we don't like to get loud, but nah, it's just too much going in the world, going on in the world. We're gonna um, uh, keep the volume down no longer. We we gotta crank this thing up. I, like I was saying before, uh, the first part of the show there, that we thought that uh, uh, we're gonna try to keep everything on a on an even key, on a, on a low key. Uh, uh, on a low, uh, uh, on a low, even keel out here, but this, uh, the first week of uh, President Trump's uh, presidency has been rocky to say uh, the least. Uh, it's been rather rocky to say the least. So we're gonna, we're gonna have to crank this thing up uh, a little bit. We don't, you know, like I said, we don't like to get loud, but uh, events and. Uh, the times and events uh, dictated that we do uh, get our voices in, uh, get our voices heard. And to do that, we got to crank the volume up just a little bit, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to. Uh, We'll be able to become part of the conversation. We we uh, we've got to become part of the conversation because it's too important not to. Too much is going on in the world, y'all. Too much is going on in the world. What happened? J T A R L. Fine, fine. Too much is going on in the world for us to sit idly by. And. Uh, pretend that uh, everything is hunky-dory and the darn world is on fire. Hey, we can't we can't sit idly by when the world's on fire <laughs> and we 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 trying to pretend that uh, everything is hunky-dory. Uh, don't worry about a thing. Uh, but no, we can't do that any longer, y'all. We have got to become involved. And uh, one of the things that we're going to be working on, I think, on the Hushmo Black Forum is creating a, a petition for the Congress of the United States to uh, put into law that any candidate starting in 2020 has to submit a five years of their uh, prior tax returns and submit to a mental and physical examination. That's a simple thing. For uh, anyone holding that office, it's too important. It's too important not to have those minimal uh, requirements. Uh, that is not too much to ask. That is the least that we can ask of a person who wants to be president of the United States. We can come up with. And I thought about this, and it crossed my mind when someone posted a picture of the current president. Posted a picture of the current president and asked the question whether or not uh, you thought that the guy was a uh, uh, mentally ill. It's, it's a fair question because I, I really couldn't come up with an answer, and it struck me that wow. We, we really don't know. 
we really don't know whether or not the President of the United States is sane. Now, I'm serious. They, they, uh, uh, we really don't know whether or not the president of the United States is a sound man, and that's scary, considering the president of the United States holds the nuclear code. Can you, you hear what I'm saying? That is really, really, really a frightening thought. The least that we should demand of anyone wanting to hold that office that they submit to a mental and physical examination before, before they get on that ballot. Before they get on the ballot to run for president, they have got to release their last five years of income taxes and submit to a physical and mental evaluation. That's not too much to ask, y'all. That's not too much to ask. We're going to make that a crusade uh, out here on the Hushmo Black Forum. That's going to be our crusade for the next four years, y'all. We're going to take signatures of flood the Congress of uh, the United States uh, with uh, uh, with uh, from concerned citizens concerned about the mental health of our presidents, the mental and physical health and integrity of our presidents going forward. We're going to include those two things. Now. That's not going to be too hard. We're going to work out the hands off out here on the hospital back forum. To get that done. Hey y'all, you got me Hushmo driving this train this evening. We're gonna take a quick pause for the call. We'll be right back, y'all. Hang in there. You got me Hushmo driving this train this evening. Advocated on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back, though. Welcome back to the Hesper Black Forum. We were working on about four different things out there, as I was saying. Trying to come up with a little skit for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 51. Um, we are, I don't know, we, we got some pretty good ideas right now. I think New England's got a three-point favorite. It's a three-point favorite. Which makes it an even bet, yeah. But I've been following football for at least for over 50 years. So in my... <laughs> in my... Uh, uh, evaluation. I think the Falcons gonna win this thing by twenty points, y'all. The Falcons are a better football team than New England. I think we're gonna beat them by twenty points, and it's not even gonna be close. But uh, don't y'all. That's just my own. Don't y'all, <laughs> Don't nobody go out and bet the rent. Hey, better drink, but don't bet the rent on <laughs> on what the husband say. Don't do that. But I really believe that the Falcons are the superior team. Of course, anything can happen. Anything can happen when they get out there between those lines. But we got a couple of dollars. Put put it on the Falcons. I think I'm a pretty good judge of uh, football talent. I think I'm a pretty good judge of football talent. And I believe this may be the best Falcon team that we've had here in the city since I've been here, since I've been following. That's been damn near 40 years, though. I believe this is the best team that they've uh, had on both sides of the ball. They're young and energetic and hungry. They are hungry. Mm-hmm. If they go out and play their game, mm-mm. I don't see the Pat staying with them. I don't see the past staying with him. But New England's got experience, though. 
They've got experience going for them, and Bill Belichick will do anything to win a football game. So we've got to keep an eye on him. We got to keep our own uh, Billichek, y'all. Billichek. Bill will do anything to win a football game. Now, I don't know if he had anything to do with that uh, fire alarm going off in the Pittsburgh Steelers hotel at three o'clock in the morning the night before the before the game last week. But uh I wouldn't put that past him. I wouldn't put that past him, yeah. Somebody set that alarm off. Somebody set that alarm off. But they locked somebody up, 27-year-old fella. Said he was drunk. Now, I'm curious to see what kind of punishment he'd get up in Boston for setting that alarm off. We need to follow that, yeah, to see what kind of punishment that guy gets for uh, sending that alarm off in the middle of the night. Now, I don't know whether it had any effect on the game. Or not. I do know one thing. That certainly didn't help the Steelers have to get up in the middle of the night to get out the hotel because of some fire alarm. That didn't help. So going in, we know that, that it didn't help. Whether it hurt, we don't know, but we know for a fact that it didn't help uh, the Steelers in that game. It could have been a distraction. It could have been a distraction. I mean, you wake up in the middle of a night with the fire alarm going off, people yelling, get out, get out. You're running outside and damn near sub-zero weather up in Boston in your underclothes. <laughs> Don't know whether there's a fire, a bomb, or what's going on. You're outside in the middle of the night where you should be sleeping, getting your rest, concentrating on that game the next day. And you got to put up with some shenanigans like that. Now, I don't know if that had an effect on that game. All I do know is that it could not have helped uh, the Steelers. 
So we're gonna see. We're gonna. I know the Falcons. One thing, uh, the Falcons better. They better watch out for uh, <laughs> for anything suspicious. Support a reported right away. Going on around the team. Because one thing I know about Bill Belichick, he will do anything to win a football game. Spygate, inflate gate, uh, that's so many things. Still in sand. That guy has done so many things that I've been accused of. I don't know if he ever been found guilty of anything. He certainly has been accused of doing a, a lot of inappropriate uh, inappropriate um, things when it comes to football. You know, Bill Belichick. Great coach. A great coach. So, the Falcons has got to be ready for that. Not only do they have to be ready to play the game on the field, they have to be ready to, uh, to, uh, first of all, catch and then report any suspicious activities going on outside of the game. We have to be shielded. The team needs to be shielded against any, as much as possible, shielded from any outside distraction. You may have to Put them up in a hotel 25 miles outside of Houston. Don't lie them out the room. After 7 o'clock that night, everybody got to be in the room. We're going to bed check. We've got to have a bed check, y'all, 7 o'clock. Everybody got to be in the hotel room. Nobody get back out after 7 o'clock. Put an armed guard on the front door of the hotel. Put an armed guard on the front door of the hotel. Don't nobody come in or out after 7 o'clock. I'm sorry. Hey, desperate times call for desperate means, y'all. These are desperate times, y'all. We're talking about football. Now, desperate times in the world, too, now. But we're just talking about the football game next Sunday, Super Bowl 51. Where you're going up against a wily old veteran coach like Bill Belichick. Mm-mm. 
you've got to prepare for all possibilities. You got to be ready for all possibilities, you know. Voice of America, y'all. Voice of America uh, Broadcasting Network. If anybody ever heard of it out there in face, my uh, cyberspace friends, anybody ever heard of Voice of America? Most of uh, you all who has been in the military have probably heard of Voice of America. It's a United States propaganda machine. We normally use it to send our uh, messages out to foreign countries. Uh, this is important during war, but to send messages to broadcast into North Korea, into China, into Russia. Uh, this is a network with somebody, I think I heard, have about an $800 million a year budget. So it's a pretty substantial uh, operation. Normally they had uh, a board of governors, I think like eight board of governors chosen by each party. Uh, So it's a a non-political operation, supposedly. This is going out to our adversaries out there. Uh, in fact, it never broadcast in the United States. This is all, all the broadcasts over broadcast America went out to foreign lands. That is until this past December. The Republicans in Congress in the reauthorization, reauthorization bill scrapped the independency of the uh, governors, the nine independent governors that ran that thing, and put it under the direction of the president. Fired all the governors, this is Voice of America, fired all the experienced governors, and put that thing under the auspices of the president of the United States. Sure enough, President Donald J. Trump hired two 20-something-year-old right-wing ideologues to run Voice of America, and it is now able to broadcast within the United States of America. That's scary, y'all. Y'all keep up with that. Voice of America Broadcasting Network. Google that. Remember it. It's important. Voice of America Broadcasting Network. It's a network that the United States put together. I think it got put together back in World War II. I'm not sure. Maybe even before the end. Where we would broadcast American propaganda. That's what it is. Uh, you know, whether it's right or wrong. We'd have our uh, points of views going out to behind the enemy lines to their citizens, uh, you know, propping up our position, but propaganda. Now, President Donald Trump has installed, along with the Republican country, uh, a Congress, his people in that position, head of 
uh, Voice of America to folks in their 20s, y'all, and they both uh, Breitbart uh, supporters, Breitbart uh, webpage supporters. So y'all, y'all keep out on that. I, I still haven't got the full uh, 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 the full story behind it. I'm going to need your help. Please Google Voice of America Broadcasting Network and find out as much as you can about it. Uh, a report came down last week. I think it was Rachel Maddow, who that's a sharp lady, uh, Rachel Maddow, should uh, 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 win some kind of broadcast award. She is the sharpest uh, 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 analyst out there on TV, Rachel Maddow. She uh, uh, put this out on her show uh, last week. The Voice of America has been taken over by the President of the United States that no longer have eight independent governors running that thing, but it's under the auspices directly of the President of the United States. So the President of the United States, in effect, could brought and and it has changed this mission from broadcasting totally outside of the United States into foreign adversaries uh, countries. And it is now able to broadcast to the citizens of this country, spreading whatever uh, this administration want put out. That's scary. We've got to pay attention to Voice of America Broadcasting Network. It's mostly used during wartime when we want to uh, convince uh, the adversaries, citizens, that the... Uh, they are on the wrong side of history. Their government is who's fighting uh, against us or who are our adversaries here in the United States. And we would they would broadcast through uh, through their airways. And now those broadcasts is going to be hitting the citizens of this country. I've got to tune into it. That's one of my things I'll be doing over the next week or two, tuning in to Broadcast America, following what's going on out there on that thing. That's something we've got to pay attention to. Uh, why it is that uh, this president saw fit to take over and man that important propaganda apparatus with his own people to, board, uh, to broadcast to the citizens of this country, and we got to pay attention to what that what's what come out over that, and why in the world uh, this con- uh, Congress allowed that to happen. Another thing, uh, Rachel Maddow um, put out this week, and it's so 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 so. Interesting is the fact that Russia arrested at least two analysts working in their cybersecurity division of their uh, uh, equivalent to our CIA, whatever they call it in Russia. That spy agency over there in Russia, well, Putin, Vladimir Putin, president of Russia, arrested the head of the security uh, uh, analysis team arrested that guy and 
charged him with treason. Sometime around December the 5th, or the first couple of weeks in December of last month, they bust in. This guy was getting ready to open up a meeting. They bust in with the henchmen, threw a sack over his bag and over his head, threw a sack over his head and drug him out to meeting. This is the head of their cyber hacking operation. Now, this is important because, you know, the CIA had released this report where uh, accusing Vladimir Putin of hacking in on our uh, political uh, election here, hacking into the DNC and then the John Podesta's uh, emails, and they're releasing all that stuff to WikiLeaks. And they had a whole list of things that they uh, blamed on Putin and Russia. And Vladimir Putin, uh, Putin uh, uh, just kind of dissed it all, said absolutely not. That was not uh, his government doing that. But then, and Rachel Maddow has been on this for a while, she contended that if Russia did, in fact, see something on that list that uh, our uh, uh, security folks, our uh, <laughs> intelligence operations uh, had put together this list. If they, in fact, did see something that they did, they would have to go and try to find out who in the world uh, put that information out within their uh, uh, security uh, uh, apparatus. And sure enough, they busted two people back in December. I'm thinking those were the co-conspirators uh, with our folks in gathering that information on uh, Vladimir Putin and the Russian government over there. So they busted those folks, which means that at least some of that information on that report is true because Russia uh, uh, seen, uh, it, it knew it and reacted to the fact that uh, somebody had uh, uh, spilled a, a, a can of uh, beans. Somebody had spilled the beans on them. And uh, they uh, uh, had to get to the bottom of it, and they did. They busted at least two people, maybe more, who was cooperating with uh, uh, somebody uh, from our intelligence agencies and leaked that, in fact, Russia had hacked into our uh, 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 political uh, uh, election with the intent of influencing uh, uh, our election there. In fact, succeeded in influencing the outcome of that election by leaking that stuff to WikiLeaks. So, yeah, this thing is deep, though. This thing is deep. Deep, deep, deep. We've got to keep an eye on it. We have to keep an eye on what's going on uh, with the arrest of these uh, uh, Russian citizens who they arrested and are charging uh, with treason. Uh, that thing is heavy. We have got to see what's going on between uh, Russia, Vladimir Putin, uh, who supposedly Donald Trump uh, and Vladimir Putin spoke on the phone today. I don't know the outcome of it, but we got to watch every move. We as citizens has got to watch every move of this administration when it comes to uh, them and uh, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin in Russia. This guy seemed to be more in bed with Vladimir 
Vladimir Putin than uh, our neighbors, Mexico to the south, our border, our uh, third largest trading partner in the world. He's um, pissed off and uh, uh, cuddling up with this thug over there in Russia, y'all. We've got to keep an eye on that. It's dangerous. It's un-American. It's un-American. So we got to see. The good thing, a lot of Republicans are starting to uh, scratch their heads, wondering what the hell is going on. A lot of Republicans are starting to scratch their heads and trying to figure out what in the hell is going on. And where is this thing going to lead us? Are we going to go blindly over that cliff following uh, this administration? Or are we going to wake up and uh, put the brakes on? So wait a minute here. There's a cliff up ahead. We can't go blindly over that cliff with uh, this administration. If, in fact, uh, that is the direction in which they're headed. If that they lead us over that cliff, we have got to uh, put the brakes on and say, oh, look, we ain't going, we're not going over that cliff. we got to uh, make some course adjustments. We've got to make some course adjustments, y'all. So I, you, I, this thing is crazy, yeah? This thing is simply crazy, what's going on here in the country. For just a week, you know, this guy been in office one week, and it's, it's the signs are just too, you know, like unlike anything I've ever seen. I've been around here looking at politics for over half a century. Over a half a century, I've been uh, following politics. I've never seen anything like it, never. And. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's January 28th, 2017. Final week of January here, out here on the Hushville Black Forum. This is our last show in January. We'll be right back next week. Uh, next week is our birthday, y'all. We got the Hushville's birthday is next, next Saturday. Yeah, we uh getting on up there. I can tell you how old <laughs> You can figure it out. We ain't no spring chicken no more, I can tell you that. We're uh, not a spring chicken anymore. Hey, we've got a, uh, got a free call into the Hushmore Black Forum, 1-888-588-3814. We don't take many calls out here, but we will take a call or two from time to time. Y'all got something important to say? Want to get in on the conversation? Want the Hushmore to take a look at something for you? That's what we do out here is make sense of things that don't make no sense. Yeah, that's what we do. We make sense out of it for you. And right now, there's just so many things that uh, don't make sense. Wow. That guy's in the air. How's that a foul? That guy's in the air. Amen, brother. How's that a foul? That guy's in the air. I 
Uh, we do, but so. Hey, we, uh, what time is it? Quarter after eight. Hey, we're going to take another quick pause for the calls, John. We'll be right back. I'll hang it in that new hush, Mom. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
talk about the what's next for the history of black skin. I just uh, was talking about what's going on over in Russia. I just got this thing off the AP. I'm going to read a little of it. Uh, it says, the authorities in Moscow are prosecuting at least one cybersecurity expert for treason. A permanent Russian criminal defense lawyer confirmed on Friday while a Russian newspaper reported that the cases is linked to hacking during the United States presidential election. Wow. While surely touching a nerve in American politics, the developments in Moscow left a still model picture of what exactly a series of arrests by the security service here signifies. But the virtually simultaneous appearance of at least four permanent permanent news reports on the hacking and several related arrests citing numerous anonymous sources suggest that the normally opaque Russian government intends to reveal more information about the matter, though it is unclear why. In the waning weeks of the Obama administration, American Federal Intelligence Agencies released a report asserting the Russian government had hacked into the computers of the Democratic National Committee and the chairman of Hillary Clinton's campaign, John B. Podesta, stealing and releasing to WikiLeaks emails intended to damage Mrs. Clinton and help President Trump. Wow, win the election. But the unclassified version of the report offered only the collaborating information. Many independent analysts have said the reason arrest in Moscow hint at a possible human intelligence source in at least one hacking episode, the intrusion into state electoral boards in Arizona and Illinois. Confirmation by the Russian lawyer Ivan Pavlov in written answers to questions from the New York Times was the closest so far to a formal acknowledgement that the Russian government has detained suspected spies within the cyber branch of its Federal Security Service or FSB, the main successor to the KGB. So, yeah, something is going on over there. We don't know what. We don't know exactly what it is. (laughs) But we know something is going on, y'all. We we don't know exactly what uh, it is that's going on. But we know something is up. Something is up. We just don't know exactly what. <laughs> we we don't know exactly what, but we know something is going on. 
We don't know exactly what's going on there, but we smell a rat. We smell a rat, yeah. And this thing is gonna it's gonna get worse and worse, yeah. This thing ain't gonna get no better. No. This thing's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse long before it gets better. We're looking at Serena and Venus, uh, want to congratulate uh, the Williams sisters for putting on another great, great show uh, in Australia. They both they are in the final fan each other as we speak, uh, taking home all the money. Uh, the winner get two point six million, the loser get one point one one point three million. Hey, for, <laughs> for using about a pretty good payday for two weeks' work, they take home damn near $4 million, though. Between them, they take home damn near $4 million. You're about a powerful, <laughs> powerful. Hmm. This is this is so unbelievably uh, exciting to see two Americans of African descent, two sisters, uh, at the top of the tennis world, a world which there are not that many Americans of African descent in it. You know, well, I I, I said that. That's a prior to uh, you know Venus and Serena getting involved in it. Yeah, they've been they've been around twenty years and they're still at the top of that game. They've been dominating that sport for the last twenty years. They have dominated it. And it's just it's crazy. Oh, she got that. Mm. It's going to be a heck of a match, though. I can tell you that right now, because when they get together and start throwing down, mm-mm, they know, they know uh, hesitation. Now, it used to be when they were younger, they kind of had some uh, nerves about playing each other, and that's understandable, because, you know, but then some, sometimes that could be some of your best tennis, too. Now, I believe it is. Now they've got no one, ain't got nothing to prove. All and when they lose, they're gonna make one point three million. You, you know, you, when they lose, they're gonna make one point three million. That's the loser. You, life's good, yo. Life's good. Life is good uh, for those two young ladies. I, I wish him nothing but the best. I bet your son. I bet your son. He has cheese. He has cheese. C B C M O T M O A C one two four two four. 
It's very cold. I would have to say it's very cold. Fishy Dose, OXK Studios. Fishy Dose, Fishy Dose, OXK for uh, key is the real. Because I don't see, oh, it's, okay, so it must be something watching. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, one, one thing, folks, I got a, a news alert. I'm uh, picking this Espanol up. I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up, yeah. You know, I'm still having a problem listening to uh, the conversations you know, when folks are talking uh, in Spanish, uh, it, it, I can't hear y'all. It might, you know, first thing to go when you get old, your eyes say and you hear. And I'm old, so both of mine is going. <laughs> I, I can't hear and can't read lips. <laughs> I, so I've got, I've got double the. I've got double the problems here, y'all. I've got two problems. I can't hear and can't see. So, I, you know, now as far as reading it and, uh, you know, kind of pick up, uh, picking up on the uh, grammar, I'm coming along pretty good in that. You know, once you uh, get your uh, head around the fact that all the nouns are uh, gender-based, they're either feminine or masculine, and have a number... <laughs> Uh, once you uh, once you get uh, uh, your uh, head around that, you can kind of you know it, it started to make sense. Uh, but all the nouns are gender based, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, kind of let you know that uh, uh, when you you know, you're talking, you have to remember who you're talking to, about, or what, whether, you know, a noun is the name of a person, place, or thing, or or whatnot, and each one of those things, I mean, depending on the spelling, can be feminine or masculine, and, you know, and there's certain, depending on what they end, 
in, in a vowel, A E L U, then mostly uh, masculine. And if N and O, O N, uh, it's mostly feminine. So it's a couple of little, uh, uh, you know, things you, uh, you have to get used to. And I'm, I'm you know, slowly coming along. Come on, say, I see. Let's go. Come on, say. Come on, say, I see. It's so. Come on. Come on, see, I say. It's dope. Uh, come on, say, I say. That has to do with coming What are you doing? Come on, say, I see. I'm going to say that would be what are you doing? I'm going to say that's that. Come on, say, I see. Come on, say, I see. It's dope. That has to be what are you doing? Come on, say, come on, what are you? What are, what are, come on, come on, say. Come on, say. Come on, say. Come on, say. I see. Come on, say. I see. E two. E two. E two. Still. Still. Come on, say. What are? Yeah. What are? Come on, say. I see. What are you doing? Yeah. Let's say. Uh, we, uh, but one thing, we only got one class, so that makes, uh, we only got one class, uh, and that, that make our uh, life a lot, uh, <laughs> That's making life a lot easier for us to just deal with that Spanish. And uh, mainly, I, I put, uh, ooh, oh, yeah, she got that. Boom, good shot. Mm-hmm. Serena's spraying that ball all over the place. But she's going to get that in. She's going to get it together, y'all. Just a matter of time here before Serena gets this thing together. Crazy, huh? But, uh, sorry.
I'm a stranger here, so is I. I uh, so cut on, cut on, cut on, steady, cut on, steady, cut on, on, cut on, steady, cut on, 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 steady. We uh, we was taking we started out the semester you know we graduated back in December oh yeah that's when I graduated with that. I got my degree but this year I uh, I was taking two uh, subjects to start off and then I had to uh, I had to drop got somebody on hold out there y'all. Uh, We'll try to get you uh, uh, when we're coming up on a break. We're coming up on a break in a few. Just hang in there. We'll uh, get you back in the uh, screen room here uh, in a, another uh, short while. Uh, 318. 314. What is that? What is that number? 314. We'll try to get them back. We'll try to get y'all on here. We've we, uh, been. Mm, kind of running through the break here, but uh, we, hey, we're gonna take we're gonna take a quick pause for the calls and try to get some meals paid. We'll be right back. I'll hang in there, and uh, uh, you got me, Hushbow, driving this train this evening. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushbow Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, we got to protect ourselves, y'all. The citizens got to get involved. The citizens has got to get involved. We uh, uh, we're looking at Venus and Serena, yeah. The Australian Open is the first major of the year. Uh, Come on, Venus, suck it up. Suck it up, girl. Mmm. Serena just aged out 6-4. She won the first set, yeah. She won that first set. I don't know, you know, they used to use Richard of uh, fixing those matches. They used to use Richard of fixing those matches. When you pay for that kind of money, now, a million dollars to lose and get 1.3 million, that ain't bad. That ain't bad money, yeah. But uh, you'd much rather have 2.6 million you much rather have 2.6 million. So, you know, <laughs> sister or no sister. <laughs> both of them, they don't, they, financially, they both set. Financially, they both set. They're not uh, playing that game for money anymore. They, uh, they're just playing it for uh, their posterity. Yeah, they just plan for to uh, to go down in history. They just plan for the history books. But anytime you got two sisters, two black sisters, in a game that's pretty much foreign to uh, their peers. Uh, I've been dominated for so long. Uh, it's just a, it's just a real testament to uh, their greatness that they've been around this that game since for twenty years. They've been around that game for twenty years and been at, playing it at the highest level that the game can be played. It's just man, boxing. It's just mind-boggling that they uh, are still playing that game at such a high level. It's mind-boggling that they could be uh, playing that game at such a high level. For 20 years. Venus 36, Serena 35. There used to be a time that uh, you get to be 
21. You old in that game, it seems. Now, I like everybody in the finals on the men's and the women's side are all in their 30s. Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, and Venus and Serena, all of them are in their 30s. They're playing this game at a high, high level, you It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what... Uh, That's unbelievable. Um, I think, you know, if they are before this thing is over, before they hang that their tennis racket up, they may own every Serena. If she wins this thing, she will have won 23 majors, more than anybody else in the in the uh, modern era. And Margaret Court, I believe, has got 24 before they had to open the year. She's one away from that. She's going to pass Margaret Court. She's going to own every record the game has got. <laughs> Serena's gone every record the game has gotten on top of that they won some 14 double majors they won Olympic gold doubles and singles uh, both doubles and singles in gold so it's not too much they haven't done in in the game of tennis, and uh, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time before you see two sisters who uh, uh, that uh, is going to compile the record that uh, Venus and Serena Williams. Uh, through a career, because first of all, it's hard for folks to uh, play that long. To play in that long. Hey, y'all, uh, that's just about going to do it for the Hushbow out here on the Hushbow Black Forum. We, uh, we're going to be right back here next week, same time, same station, February the 4th, the Hushbow birthday. Uh, tell a friend about us. Uh, go to our website, buy our book, uh, The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron, The Water Boy, The Life and Trials of Jimmy C. Cameron. Racism and hate and American reality. At hushboblack.com. Go to hushboblack.com. Buy my book. Hey, y'all. we just about out of here. Until next week. Ciao. Be gone. Hasta la vida. Hasta la vida. We out. The Hushmo Black Forum. Advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Heismore Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.